Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Healthy Matters, presented by Hennepin County Medical Center, a network of neighborhood clinics, specialty centers, hospital, and Minnesota's Level 1 Adult and Pediatric Trauma Center. Please remember we can only give general medical advice during the program, and every case is unique. We urge you to consult with your personal physician if you have health concerns. Now, here's Denny Law with your host, Dr. David Hilden, internal medicine physician with Hennepin County Medical Center, with more Healthy Matters. And good morning. Welcome to this edition of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters on this uh, somewhat stormy Sunday, or at least will be. We uh, Good morning, Dr. Hilden. Good, good morning, to see Denny. you, your host. Uh, it wasn't raining yet when you came in. No, it wasn't. It looks a teeny bit ominous off yeah. uh, in it's the western word. skies, doesn't it? Yes, it does, and we'll be getting uh, maybe uh, one to two inches of rain. 50 miles an hour, that's how fast this storm is traveling, so... Stay tuned. We have an and watch open out for line. Your vehicles as yes. well, huh? No, that's true because it could. They're predicting in some cases hail damage too to your vehicles. So seventy mile an hour winds possibly. So that's the story. We'll keep you updated. But in the meantime, uh, we are, if you're not uh, familiar with the show, this is an open line version of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. That means your general health questions for the doctor. You can get some free advice, free information, free advice. Yes, because you you some of it might be accurate. <laughs> I always we, use oh. that joke. I always use that joke. One time I. I gave a talk actually to the public about um, about staying healthy, and I said I, I tried to count up the number of questions we've answered on the show since we started nine years ago, and it's into the thousands and thousands and thousands. And I always say, yeah, and I actually got sixteen of them correct. <laughs> That's actually a joke. I'm hopeful it that is. I'm giving you. Pretty I, good I, I know you're more accurate than that. So let's open up the phone lines, and again, we will be interrupting as need be for any weather information. Certainly. You can always count on CCO for that. Let me give you, in the meantime, our phone number if you want to ask the doctor your general health question. We're not zeroing in on any topic today. So let's see. You're driving the show. 651-989-9226. That's the phone number. We've cleared the line so you can uh, use them now. 651-989-9226. Or if you'd like to send the doctor uh, your text message, 81807. Your uh, health question via text, 81807. I notice you're, you'll be at the hospital after the show. I will today. be today. Um, I'm filling in on the inpatient service. There's been a. It's. A, I'm just filling in for a, a buddy of mine for today. He, okay. So I'm going to go in and, and uh, so and, uh, see see what's going on at the hospital. What we do is there's teams of uh, inpatient doctors. There's ten of them on the internal medicine department, and so I have one of those teams, and so that means. 10, 15, 18 of the patients that are in the hospital. I'll go see them later today. You know, we're waiting for calls. We're starting to get calls now and text messages. But I've never asked you this, but because it's obviously you work with a teaching hospital as well. How do you, as a teacher and a practicing physician, how do you split the time up? How does that work? Yeah, so what it is is um, there's... I'm the attending physician. There's a senior resident who's two or three years out of medical school, and then there's an intern, 
um, who is the first year out of medical school. And then there's some medical students who are still in medical students. And usually right now, as we're speaking, they're over there seeing the patients. Um, so when you get visited by an intern, they, they have to get there a little bit earlier. They're sort of the drones of the hive. <laughs> they're over there doing all that work. And then I get there and we we sit around and they present their patients to me. So I'll, after the show, I'll literally go oh. down to the hospital after the show and the interns, they'll they'll present, Miss, you know, Mrs. Jones is here for blah, 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 mm-hmm. and this is what happened overnight and here's what the exam was and here's what the blood test showed and here's what I want to do. And then I... And we talk about it, and I do a little teaching of what's the right thing to do, and then we all go see that patient together. So when you're visited more than once in a teaching hospital, that's why it is. There's people at different levels of treatment. So you're actually getting more service. There was actually a study done not too long ago um, that, that suggested that the care at a teaching hospital, far from being not quite as good, is probably better. The outcomes are just as good, if not better, because these are real doctors caring right. for you. They just don't have a lot of experience, and it's to our advantage that we don't put a brand new minted doctor all by herself with you. Mm-hmm. They have where we work as a team. That doctor doesn't do anything without running it by me first, and so you get a wealth of experience. And not only that, we have to stay as current on the medical science as there possibly could Makes be. So sense. I'm a professor at the medical school. I'm on the faculty of the University mm-hmm. of Minnesota Medical School. I have to stay current um, on medical science. And although I know some of the best doctors throughout the state of Minnesota in the upper Midwest, those that are at the teaching hospitals are really sharp on what is the latest in science. So it's a good place to be, actually. All right. Very good. I had to ask you that. Uh, there's a line open, 6-5, well, it just got filled, but I'll tell you anyway, 651-989-9226. Send a text if that's easier, 81807. Uh, let's go to uh, May, who's calling from Blaine, Minnesota. Go ahead, May. Uh, yeah, this is May, and I have a, a question about an antibody. It's my it's RO60, and it's 1374.8, and I was wondering how serious is this? So I'm not sure I get the question, May. It's an antibody, and then you listed yeah, some numbers. Yeah, it's RO60, and it was 1374. And then I have a SSB antibody, that's 38.7, and an RO52 antibody, that's 961. Yep. I'm not going to know, May, because um, those are very specialty antibodies. So I guess I can't quite say. I don't even know if those are elevated or not. And so I can only I'll do my best in very general terms. When you're when your doctors are getting blood tests for antibodies, they're typically looking for the presence or absence of a very specific illness or disease. These sound a little bit like some kind of autoimmune disease that they're looking for. And um Sometimes people are having joint pains or they're having fatigue or they're having blood problems or it could be any number of things. And your doctor isn't exactly sure, so they go and they, they test for these antibodies. And um, if they're elevated, it simply means that that is a possibility that your body is responding to whatever illness they were looking for. So I'm not going to be able to say specifically, mostly because I shouldn't probably comment on very specific blood tests um, over, the, over the radio. But if, the, if they told you they're elevated, or sometimes when you get the blood test, there's a column in there that says range or reference range or normal range, and if yours are higher than the normal range, then your doctor will probably want to follow those up. Rarely do the antibodies, when you get these tests back, require you to immediately do something. It's usually looking for the presence of, a, of an illness that you've had for some time. So I doubt it's an emergency in any way, shape, or form. 
Um, so that's kind of the the skinny on antibodies. But um, I would um, ask this very question of the doctor who ordered them, May. Um, if you don't have a follow-up visit, then then maybe a phone call tomorrow morning would be a good idea to do and see what those are all about. I, I'm sorry I can't get more specific okay. than that, but that's kind of the general scoop. Very good. Thanks, mate. Karen in Minneapolis is next on CCO. Karen, you're on with the doctor. Hi, Dr. Hilden. Hi. Um, I've had the shingles. I was diagnosed back on March 2nd. And then <clears throat> I had all these, I call them idiot pains. The pains were so bad. But anyhow, they passed. But now I have the nerve pain. And I was just wondering how long I get to live with this. Because the pain's so bad. Um, I had them on my scalp, and that's where the pain is and stuff. And, and Karen, it sounds like you had a, you said March 2nd, so you're now three months out from your <laughs> And it was um, – um, and, and, and did the, the – I assume the rash part went away. It's just right. the pain. Well, now. I still have the bumps, but yeah. they're not like – they're not like blisters, but yeah, I yeah. get the bumps, and then they go away, and then they come yeah, back. Yeah, I'm so sorry, Karen, that this is still hurting you, because you have a condition that's called post-herpetic neuralgia, P-H-N, post her, post just means after. Herpetic simply means that shingles is among the family of viruses that is herpetic or herpes, and virus, um, post-herpetic neuralgia means nerve pain. So you have nerve pain. Because the nerves that where the where the rash was are damaged, and many people get this, but it's the minority of people. I don't have the specific numbers, but I think it's something like ten to fifteen percent of people get post herpetic neuralgia that lasts a long time. Most people, it does uh, get a little better very gradually over time. But as you are proving, it can be months and months. So there is still hope that this will wane. It'll get better. But I want to be really honest, and there, some people have a low-level kind of burning sensation for a great long time or even indefinitely, like it doesn't go away. And I don't want you to be one of those people, but when you're getting out to three or four months, you could have a little bit of that burning or searing pain. Um, I would see a, um, somebody like a, a, a neurologist is probably your best bet. Your primary care doctor could probably help as well. There are some things that they could put topically uh, it's tougher when it's in your scalp, though. If it's on your back, sometimes we put a topical cream on there. But there are some numbing creams they can put on even in your scalp. There's also some medications that you could try. One of them is called gabapentin or Neurontin. So there are some things to try. Um, I do feel for you because it can be um, pretty uh, nasty. Um, and I hope that you're not one of the people that it goes on for a long, long time, but it, it could be a, a little while longer. Go see somebody about some type of medication. There are medications that can relieve it. There's nothing that can reverse it. And it gives me a plug for everybody. Maybe get it, um, everybody get a shingle shot. Um, the reason we get shingle shots is not really to prevent a rash for a week or two. It's to prevent what Karen's experiencing. It's mm-hmm. to prevent that long-term burning. So best wishes to you, Karen. 651-989-9226. We'll get back to the phones and uh, certainly text messages as well. The text number is 81807. This just into CCO Radio News. The National Weather Service here in the Twin Cities has issued a tornado warning. This, again, is a tornado warning for northwestern Meeker County in central Minnesota and in east-central Candiohi County. So, again, a tornado warning in effect until 8 this morning for Meeker County, and uh, East Central Candiohi County until 8 o'clock this morning. Again, a tornado warning in effect. Meanwhile, for the Metro Twin Cities, we're in the midst of a severe thunderstorm watch 
That effect is in effect until noon today. You stay tuned to WCCO. Mostly cloudy here in the Twin Cities. It's 75 degrees. We'll be right back. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. It's an open line show today and uh, taking your calls as usual and your your text messages. And as you can see, Doctor, we have a lot of uh, text messages. You want to grab do, a couple? I'll, let me do a few, but I have to do this one first. And I love whoever sent this in. It says, the drones in a beehive do not work. Their only job is to mate with the queen. And I'm thinking, why are you texting that into a health show? Because when in our when we were first starting, I was saying how the interns in the hospital are, are the, the drones. drones of the hospital, and for some reason this makes me smile. That's like I completely. Uh, he's absolutely right. What I meant is they're the worker bees of the hospital. They are the yes. ones working there. So that is not in their they're job description. They're not doing what the drones are doing. <laughs> okay. So thank you to that text that texter that maybe made somebody my, with a sense of humor, and that made my day. And it's actually factually accurate. So I appreciate the correction. Okay, here's some more. From the text line, um, what's the expected recovery of total knee replacement? You know, it's really pretty good. When you get your knee completely replaced, when you trade up for a new model, you're usually in the hospital about three days, somewhere between two and five, but usually three or four days. Uh, and during that time, you're in a little bit of pain, especially on the day two, <laughs> not the first day of the surgery because you're still under anesthesia, but on the sec- the day after you're up, you're in some pain, but they give you pain medications. And then what they do is they get you up onto your feet very quickly. So you spend a couple of days with physical therapy. Then you go home and you get stronger over the coming weeks. And usually by a few months, you're back. To, you're doing quite well. But you have several weeks of some swelling and some soreness. But the recovery is actually quite good. I want to mention this again for Absolutely. those who may have missed it, uh, Dr. Hilden. A tornado warning is in effect for northwestern Meeker County and east-central Kandiyohai County until 8. So about another 10 minutes. Uh, that should expire, a tornado warning. And we're talking serious issues here. Besides the possibility of tornadoes, golf ball size hail uh, and radar did indicate rotation. So uh, be aware of that. Northwestern Meeker and East Central Candy, Ohio, tornado warning until 8 this morning. Stay safe out there, friends in Wilmar and, in Wilmer and Candy, Ohio, and surrounding counties. Um, here's more from our text line. It says, I'm a 33-year-old. I don't eat many fruits or vegetables. What would be a good vitamin I could take or any recommendations? Yeah, I'll answer the very last part of that first. My recommendation is to eat more fruits and vegetables. Um, you can, if your diet – here's my take on vitamins and supplements. If your diet is pretty darn good, it's probably a reasonable idea to take a multivitamin or a supplement just to kind of complete the package, if you will. But the human body is designed or evolved or was created to do just fine with the foods that are on planet Earth. So my suggestion is eat the foods that are on planet Earth. Eat fruits, eat vegetables, eat plants, 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 more plants than meat. Um, and, 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 and so eat your fruits and vegetables. That should be two-thirds of the plate. You don't need a vitamin if you're eating um, a well-balanced diet of fruits and vegetables. Um, if you do want to, just a multivitamin is a reasonable thing. If you're a woman, take one with folic acid in it. And if you are um, an older person, maybe with vitamin D and calcium. But overall, you don't probably need vitamins, and I really recommend eating more fruits and vegetables. Very good. Let's go back to the phones. Mark in Eden Prairie has been waiting. Mark, you're on with Dr. Hilden. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I'm feeling some weird symptoms where my core doesn't have the endurance it normally does and my digestive system seems kind of sensitive uh kind of long story if i go back to the beginning it's kind of like uh, i think memorial day i active weekend and 
was doing fine. I was feeling sore each day, but, you know, and then the last day I tweaked my back a little bit and not a lot. I just had to be careful with it, but then it got really sore and then it got better and I did something else and it was sore again. And then my digestive system started feeling funny and, and the process kind of repeated every few days. And now it seems like it's lasting longer, yeah. the soreness. and Personal question time, Mark. How are your stools? Any loose stools or anything? Seems normal. No diarrhea. And there's my head's fine. My arms and legs are fine. And yeah. I'm normally active, eat healthy, and and I've never felt this sore before. So when you say sore, is this in your belly, like in the front part of your belly feels it, like cramping? It kind of moves around. It's, huh. it, it starts where the area where I... I Strained, like it's off in my back, yeah. and then I'll move to the side and to the front, and 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 the, I can. It's, it seems like it's because it, it moves because I'm not. I try to rest it all, rest, yeah. and, and then those areas that aren't moving start get sore. It's like it spreads. Yeah. So you kind of got me stumped on this one. It could. It's probably one of two things, and they're unrelated. One is it in your intestines, in which case you have because anytime your intestines aren't moving quite right, they get crampy. And since it's all over your body, or um, uh, that that's suggestive of your intestines. Things aren't moving through so well, and and so you get crampy. And one day it's on one spot, and one day it's in the other spot because your intestines take up the whole belly. If that you know, I'm not sure why that would be. Maybe you got a hold of something you ate, and there's just a little inflammation of your intestines. If it does not get better, I would try some more fiber in your diet, eat healthy, um, that kind of stuff. But if it does not get better, that's something that a gastroenterologist could maybe take a look at. You could have some kind of inflammatory bowel condition, a colitis, if you will. That's one thing to look at. The second completely unrelated system is your musculoskeletal system. It is the the connective tissue, the muscles of your belly and of your back and the the the, the ligaments um, that are all in there, and you strain something um, back on Memorial Day, and that could be Simply just kind of inflammatory problem of your muscles, not in your intestines. Notice I use the word inflammation in both places. It sounds like some kind of inflammatory problem. If that's the case, then I would just be, um, I would, again, exercise, gentle stretching, and hopefully the thing gets better. So either in your muscles or in your intestines. If the intest- if, you're, if it does not get better over the coming month, I would probably have a gastroenterologist see it. These are really just speculative. It's hard for me to say, Mark. But it's it's as long as your stools are normal, I think you're okay. But if it doesn't get better, I think that's a good thing to do is maybe go go have your intestines looked at from the inside out. In other words, an endoscopy of some kind. All right, very Just good. some suggestions. We'll get back to the text and callers too. By the way, we'll uh, be uh, here with the show till just about 8.30. So if you didn't get in the first half hour, we'll have another half hour to answer your questions. Uh, right after the break. I know there's some things going on today in spite of the weather. Oh, good grief. Uh, I too bad about the weather, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the North Loop Clinic, some activity right, there. Right, there's two events we're going to be at today. I know the weather's going to be bad, but maybe during a break in the action, come down to one of the two events. The first one is the Open Streets downtown Minneapolis. Our our North Loop Clinic is going to be there from 11 to 5 at the corner of North 1st Avenue and North Washington Avenue in downtown Minneapolis. We'll have providers from the North Loop Clinic and Pharmacy Bernie the Rescue Dog, there's going to be fitting for free bicycle helmets. Our North Loop Clinic at 800 North Washington Avenue is your new home for both full-service pharmacy and dermatology, allergy, and primary care. We'll be there 11 to 5. Second event, in Golden Valley, the second annual Golden Valley Pride Festival is also today from noon to 6. It's in Brookview Park. 
we will have providers from our Golden Valley Clinic. And there's going to be some health trivia and games. And we're going to highlight our pediatric and adult gender and sexual health clinics. This is a new clinic at Hennepin for about the past year. A fabulous clinic for people from the LGBTQ community. We're really good at this, the people who do this. I know the doctors who staff that clinic. They're fabulous. So that is at Brookview Park at the Golden Valley Pride Festival this afternoon from noon to 6. Very good. And a reminder, we'll uh, take uh, this uh, top-of-the-hour break as usual, and we'll be back with more of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. This is an open-line show today. And as we head to this break, uh, expected to expire at 8 uh, this morning, a tornado warning for northwestern Meeker and east-central Candy, Ojai. Also a severe thunderstorm warning for northwestern Wright and southeastern Stearns County. You stay tuned to 830-WCCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, good morning. Welcome to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. This is an open line show today. That means uh, your calls, your text messages will be driving the show uh, since we're not talking about, talking about any particular topic. So uh, have at it by phone, which is 651-989-9226. Or send a text to Dr. Hilden at 81807, 81807. Or give us a call, as I said, 651-989-9226. Throughout the show, throughout this morning, of course, we'll keep you updated on all of the ever-changing weather conditions. Doctor? We have a lot of text messages. We do have a lot of text messages. Good morning, everybody. Um, Stay safe from the weather if you're in the upper Midwest here. If you're not in the upper Midwest, good on you. We're getting some weather. Anyway, um, good morning on this Sunday morning. I have a couple of things to to uh, remind you about before uh, before we get into it. Um, the Golden Valley Pride Clinic is today from noon to six in Brookview Park. We will be there. It's the Open Streets Minneapolis downtown on Washington Avenue. We will be there as well. Um, providers from our North Loop Clinic. If you need a doctor and you live live or work near the North Loop, the warehouse district, as us old-timers remember it. Um, It's the best new clinic in town. It has a full-service pharmacy, dermatologist, primary care, allergy. It's got the whole deal. That's our North Loop Clinic. So those events are today, um, keeping an eye on the weather, of course. I also want to remind you about the blog, myhealthymatters.org. I have a new post that features Dr. Larry Kersner. And if you don't know who he is, well, maybe you weren't listening last week. Our show was with Dr. Larry Kersner. We talked about falls in the elderly. And so I did a recap of the show on the blog. And, um, and so you might want to check that out. It's up now. And hundreds and hundreds of people have done that. Maybe you want to as well. Maybe you want to like what you see and you subscribe by email. Just enter your email on the blog site and um, you'll get notifications when we have new posts. And trust me, you won't get any spam or marketing or anything like that. It's just a way to stay in touch. And so check it out, myhealthymatters.org. There's a picture of Larry Kersner. There's some audio on there. There's a link to the site that Dr. Kersner talked about last week, and lots of people have been asking about it. It's the fall, it's the site about how to stay safe um, for falls in the elderly from the CDC. I've got a link to that site at the blog, but you got to go to myhealthymatters.org and uh, look for the picture of Humpty Dumpty. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to the site, myhealthymatters.org. Okay, to the text lines. I'll try to get through a lot of these. Here's one that says, I've had folliculitis for two years on my scalp and upper back. I've been treated with antibiotics periodically with the longest duration of two months, as well as topical meds. What can I do to get rid of it for good? Folliculitis is an inflammation of the hair follicles, and of course there's lots of those on your scalp, although it can be other places on your skin. Like in men, it's in the beard area, and it can be all over the place. 
you probably don't need any more antibiotics. It's an inflammatory condition. What happens is that the little stubbles and the little hair follicles um, kind of get inflamed. You need an anti-inflammatory most likely and probably do not need antibiotics. I would see a dermatologist. This texter, see a dermatologist. They are your experts. They'll give you something better, probably some shampoo to try that is a medicated shampoo. That's what I would do. I doubt you need more antibiotics. Here's another one that says, good morning. At what point do hemorrhoids need to be taken care of surgically? That's a good question. They should be taken care of surgically if they're bleeding a lot or if they're really painful. Hemorrhoid is simply an enlarged and gorged vein, and you have them, you can have those all over your body, but the ones that are the most bothersome are the ones by your bottom. So you can, um, you can have blood in your toilet. And if they're just a, a little bit of a swelling down there causing no problems, you don't have to do anything. But if it's gushing blood into the toilet, that's one reason you might want to have it taken care of. Or probably more likely, if it's got a clot in it, they get really painful because that blood can form a clot, and then you've got a big, harm, hard, firm lump that should be surgically removed. So it's usually not an emergency, but um, those are the two reasons. Here's another one that says, my 91-year-old mom has Baker cysts behind her knees. Could you please explain treatment options for these things? Will they impact the ability to walk? Thanks. A Baker cyst is, is also, the medical term is a popliteal cyst. It is, a, it is part of the, the synovial sac around your knee. All your joints have a little thin membrane to lubricate the situation, and the one around your knee is called the popliteal area. And if it kind of swells out, you get a cyst behind your knee. It, the, the solution is almost always surgical. It's an easy um, surgical solution. So see an orthopedic surgeon. They can get rid of it relatively easily. Will it affect the ability to walk? It can, actually, if it gets too fluid-filled. I've seen some huge ones the size of grapefruits, um, and that can cause um, problems walking. If it's just a little bulge back there, no worries. Here's another text message. It says, I have a pinched nerve in my neck causing constant pain in my shoulder, extending down my arm and making my thumb and first two fingers numb. How best to treat this? Do chiropractors help physical therapists? The first treatments are more what we call conservative and either a chiropractor or a, or a physical therapist. This is one I might deal with a physical therapist. When you have a pinched nerve in your neck, I get a little worried about manipulating the spine. A physical therapist will help you out um, uh, Probably would be my first choice, although chiropractors do have a role. I would start with a physical therapist. If it does not get better and if you're having numbness and inability to use your fingers, then you need a a spinal surgeon, usually a neurosurgeon. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Catherine and Blaine has been waiting. Catherine, you're on CCO. Good morning, you guys. I say, Dr. Hilden, I have a question about um, a flu that is going around that is hit, like, hits like gangbusters, and it's like uh, fever, aches, headache, coughing, can't sleep, um, and then the fever and the body aches go away, but it's the weakness and the coughing that doesn't go away. Um, have you heard something about it and also... What can I do to get rid of this weakness? I just feel so weak, like a dish rag. Yeah, I'm sorry, Catherine. It sounds miserable. And you have described like the textbook case of influenza. Um, However, we're getting out of influenza season, and so it's probably not, almost certainly not, the influenza that we talk about all winter long. But it's what we would call an ILI, an influenza-like illness. And there are so many viruses out there that we don't know about, you know, or we don't know their names, but you probably, and, and what you've heard about is it's, it's more like a cold, but worse, <laughs> worse. And, and so it is more an influenza-like illness. It's probably a viral thing that is not 
in any vaccines or anything, and it'll just get better. The problem is the really bad stuff like the fever and and uh, all that does get better in a week, and then you can have the cruds for a month or two. So it's just a time kind of a thing. If you, um, as long as you don't have get a recurrent fever, and as long as that you don't have a cough where you're bringing up a lot of crud. If you have those things, fever or a cruddy cough, go in and get a chest X-ray because you could have a secondary bacterial pneumonia that needs antibiotics. But if you don't have those things and it's just fatigue and weakness, it will probably get better over the course of the next several weeks. If after a few weeks you're still weak, go in for blood tests and the like because that could be something else. But but it's not uncommon to have weeks and weeks and weeks of, of malaise after an influenza-like illness. And a reminder to our listeners as we head to this quick, a quick break, uh, if you didn't get questions answered this week, today, uh, we're going to be doing another open line show next week. Absolutely. Right? It's going to be Father's Day. Grab your dad. That's right. It's going to be Father's Day and Denny and I are going to be here. We're, we're going right. to do an open line show, so get whatever questions. We're waiting for our gifts. Exactly. You can send gifts too in care take, of Denny Long. We take cash. <laughs> we, we take small unmarked bills. Okay, very good. Uh, they, yeah, open line show next week. Next week as well. I want to alert our listeners uh, for those in, uh, uh, thank you, Hammer. Uh, severe thunderstorm warning in effect until 8.30 for northwestern Wright County, also southeastern Stearns County. Let's see. And now this just issued a severe thunderstorm warning for northeastern Lesur County, Sibley County, Western Scott County, southeastern McLeod County until 9 this morning. All right? We'll uh, repeat that when we come back. We'll, uh, th- this is going to be happening as the storm moves through. It's traveling at about 50 miles an hour. And uh, we could get more severe weather. For the Twin Cities, at least at this point, we are in the midst of a severe thunderstorm. Watch in effect until noon. But all these storms could be redeveloping later on this afternoon as well. You stay tuned to 830 WCCO. Overcast, currently 75 degrees and dark downtown. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. This is an open line show today, your general health questions for Dr. David Hilden, your host. And I know we've got, you want to get back to uh, some text messages, but Dee in Burnsville has been waiting. Let's uh, get Dee's question answered. Good morning, Dee. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1994, I had a rhizotomy and a, a laminectomy in my neck. And I, at the time, I had such severe pain in my neck, it was going up in, into my head. Uh, and I solved my problem for till now, but now that pain is back and very severe. And uh, I cannot have a MRI because I have such severe arthritis in my back. Is someone going to be able to help me? Yeah, um, uh, thanks for your call, D. Uh, yeah, yeah, somebody could. You probably don't need more imaging like an MRI because we kind of know what it is. It is still the same problems are back. You've got arthritis and pinched nerves, and it might be a different one now. Um, I would go to a back specialist at this point, and, and I would start with a physical therapist, maybe even an acupuncturist. I would start with those people, maybe a chiropractor to just see if they can give some relief. I would, in, in other words, I would try to do some of those things first. Then there might be, but if you go to a back specialist, they could do some injections. You know, those might be the way to go at this point. And then finally, there might still be more surgical options. I think it's it's uh, pretty clear that it's probably arthritis-related nerve pain, just like it was before. And um, it's going to be, uh, but I think you need a multi, what we call a multidisciplinary approach, a physical therapist, maybe an acupuncturist, someone to do an injection, and a surgeon. I think somebody might be able to help you, but it's going to be – it's getting harder in, in some of those cases. But but go in and see those folks, Dia. Um, 
and thank you for your call. Denny, can I hit the yeah, text lines? Yeah, please do. Here's one that says, I had a wood tick bite. Within 24 hours, I had redness and swelling four days later. Can squeeze some blood and clear liquid from the bite. Seems like standard infection. Six days later, healing fine. Do I need to get tested for Lyme disease? No, you don't. Um, that uh, uh, Lyme disease is not carried by wood ticks. So they're nasty, but they don't carry Lyme, so you're good to go. That's just a local inflammatory problem that it's you're It's the having. black-legged. It's tick. the black-legged little bitty sesame-sized one. And related to that... Here's another text from Ruth and Egan, which says, Two weeks ago, I had one of those little ticks on me. It attached but didn't engorge. What symptoms should I watch for? I do not have a bullseye rash. Um, yeah, Ruth, um, if it was the little teeny sesame seed size tick, you could have had that one can carry Lyme and other diseases like Powassan and anaplasmosis and a bunch of other things. Um, and then not everybody gets the rash from Lyme disease. In fact, most people don't. And so symptoms you should watch for. It's fatigue. Muscle aches and pains, um, mostly fatigue. If you have fever, joint pains is very prominent in Lyme disease. Um, later, you can get neurologic problems, numbness in your face, those kinds of things. If you get none of those, you're probably okay. If you live in a Lyme disease area, Egan would be right on the edge of it. You know, some people just choose to take a single dose of an antibiotic for that, but you probably don't need to. The, the Most people believe and the science would suggest that that tick has to be on you for two to three days before it's going to transmit Lyme disease. But some of the illnesses, um, like that Powassan I talked about, can be transmitted in just a few hours. So look for joint pain, muscle pain, fatigue, and fevers. Um, here's another one that says, my mother had severe long-term shingles. I had the shot when I was 50. Now I'm 60. Can you get additional shingle shots? I'm not aware that anybody gets an additional shingles shot. I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. And that, that is, uh, there's another text message that says, at what age should I get the shingle shot? 60 is the standard age, although I do know some people have got them in their 50s, but we recommend 60s. Here's another text. Do I have time? I think I do. Yep. I have been taking a Tenolol for blood pressure control. I recently, my doctor added amlodipine, and since then I have experienced swelling in the feet and ankles. The PA says the benefits, that's a physician assistant, says benefits outweigh the swelling. Isn't there some med that would work as well that would be a diuretic? That's from Carol. Um, yeah, um, it, amlodipine's number one side effect is leg swelling. That's the most common side effect of that medication. And yes, um, the PA is correct that uh, the benefits of lowering your blood pressure are very important. However, if you're having leg swelling, the one thing I would, I would disagree with is that there's other options. If you're having leg swelling that's bothering you, there are other options. You can try a different medication. The leg swelling is not particularly dangerous. We have about a minute or so. Just a minute. Okay. Maybe I can do one really fast one. There's about 20 more of them here. Um, oh, what would you recommend for hot flashes and night sweats before resorting to ho- hormone therapy? Ooh, that's a tough one. I shouldn't have done that one because um, that's a big question. <laughs> yeah. Fans, um, soy products, um, venlafaxines, a medication. And um, if you're having hot flashes that are just debilitating, uh, low-dose estrogens work, and they really work well. And they're not as dangerous as maybe we used to think, but they're not completely risk-free. So talk to your gynecologist. And if you don't have a primary care doctor, yeah, you need one. Yeah, good segue. Call us up at 612-873-6963 to get into an HCMC doctor. Always, you can check me out at myhealthymatters.org. There's a blog post, brand new spanking one off the press about falls in the elderly, myhealthymatters.org. Check it out right now. It's easy to do. All right, very good. And we'll be back again next Sunday with another open yeah, line we'll show. Yeah, we'll do an open line show next week. And then... Um, uh, and then following that, we've got some some shows planned for about lung disease and, and about cardiac surgery. So we have a big summer of shows. But next week for Father's Day, it's an open line show. 
Excellent. We'll see you next week. Uh, severe thunderstorm warning in effect for uh, northeastern Lesur, Sibley, western Scott, southeastern McLeod County until 9 this morning. And Twin Cities still in the midst of a severe thunderstorm. Watch until noon. We'll keep you updated. In the Twin Cities now, it's 75 degrees. Denny Long here, thinking about uh, Dad's Day one week from today. And you know what Dad would love to have, among other things, is some by-the-yard furniture. Maybe he's already started a collection, or maybe this will be his first one. This is the best patio furniture, and your dad will love it. This is a family-run business we've told you about for 15, 20 years. Down near Jordan, Minnesota, family-run business that makes the best out of recycled plastic milk jugs. This fantastic patio furniture that dad will love. Now, maybe you don't have time to pick it out. Maybe you don't have time to drive down to that beautiful showroom. It's a quick drive. Get dad a gift card. This furniture has, believe it or not, a 35-year warranty. Patio furniture. And by the yard gift cards would make a great gift for dad. So don't forget, uh, dad, this Father's Day, week from today. What you do is you go online at buytheyard.net. Look in the products area for that gift card. For dad, from By the Yard. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.